Guys, gals, and non-binary pals, welcome to this really special episode of What in the NDIS Now. I'm Hannah Redford, your resident detective, trying to figure out what in the heck the NDIS is doing next. And with me today is our amazing producer for the first time on mic. It's the amazing Ellie. Welcome, Ellie. Hi, Hannah. Hi, everyone. Ellie is also my wife, so it's a bit exciting to have her on the mic today. So we're doing a quick update episode here. We're just letting you know a few things that are happening in our podcast world. So the first thing is that we're changing how often we release the podcast and we're changing it to fortnightly. Or bi-weekly if you want to be confused. Yes, which is how they talk about it on The Dollop, which is the podcast we love. We have recorded a lot of episodes ahead of time. So when you're listening to them come out fortnightly, just be mindful that if the apocalypse has happened or some major change has suddenly taken place and we're not talking about it, that's the reason we've recorded it a long time before that happened. (laughs) Ellie, the review system is currently broken. Yeah, it's a mess. So to give you an example, I put in a request for a review at the beginning of December. I then put in a complaint to the feedback line two weeks ago. I then called them up and said, yo, what's going on? And what did they say? (laughs) Well, first off, if anyone out there is under the misapprehension that the 21-day participant service guarantee is from the moment that you submit or that they receive the review request, no. It'll take them however long it takes them to open, verify and accept this review request. In some cases that we have direct experience of up to and over a month, Who knows how much longer potentially it will be. And then they've got 21 days to contact you and get the actual review meeting happening. Yeah, but this 21-day service guarantee isn't a guarantee. It's a guideline. (laughs) They are under no actual obligation to complete the review within 21 days unless there is some major extenuating circumstance, you can't even escalate it and ask them to hurry the heck up. Yes. So these circumstances are that the whole plan is out of funding. So even if only one category is out of funding, they don't care. That's not a reason to escalate. If the participant has lost informal supports... Yep, if the support coordinator has vacated the premises. Which is very tempting to do sometimes when you're hitting your head against that brick wall. And the last one is if there's been a huge incident to the participant or that the participant has done, then that will help escalate it. Yeah, we didn't get a clear answer as to what constitutes an incident. Yes. Uh, Yeah. 
The other thing to keep in mind is it seems from what I'm reading on Facebook that the difficulty with getting reviews done happened to coincide with the release of Pace. I'm sure it's a total coincidence. It's it's a very strange occurrence that all of a sudden the entire system has been bulked down to the point where it's basically barely functioning. It just so happens that that is from the time that Pace went out there, out of its trial phase, into the big wide world of the NDIS. Yeah, total coincidence, Mm. I'm sure. (laughs) The next issue is that non-registered support coordinators are supposed to have access to Pace so that we can accept referrals for service. I requested this and sent in all of my details a very long time ago and I still do not have access. So that is pretty disappointing on behalf of the NDIA because it shows again that the system just isn't working. And as I'm sure plenty of people have experienced something similar, the instructions initially told you to call the call centre. You called the call centre. I'm, I'm not sure if those instructions still say the same thing. Uh, the call centre do not know anything about it and direct you eventually, maybe after a couple of calls to the call centre to get somebody who reads a slightly different document to the one that we all have access to, says, oh, no, you've got to send through this request to a specific email address. Yes. So the instructions on the website aren't very useful. So that's that's also working really well. Our next item to let you know about is we now have a YouTube channel. Ellie has organised the YouTube channel. Can you tell us a bit about it, Ellie? So the YouTube channel, apart from having the video of the live recording episode that was released earlier in the year, an actual video of the recording, you can watch that there. You can also listen to the entire back catalogue of podcast episodes. Just head to the What in the NDIS Now YouTube. The links will be in the podcast episode notes. We have also put captions onto each episode. The YouTube one's not so accurate as anyone who has watched YouTube with the captions on will know. Which brings me to, we now have transcripts of every episode. So where can people find the transcripts? Okay, so the transcripts are available from the RSS website. You can just click on the episode that you want transcripts for. They're all written out there. Some podcast apps will actually play them as you play the episode, a bit like having captions on on a TV show, on YouTube, on Netflix. Those captions are pretty accurate, more so than the YouTube ones. And we will soon have a website. It is coming, it is in the works. So look out for that. Now, in the meantime, if you are missing us because we are going to only every second week, we have a massive back catalogue that you can always listen to if you haven't listened to everything so far. We have done 33 episodes. Some highlights 
are the live show that we did where we answered lots of questions. Some other really great ones to listen to, I recommend you listen to, uh, episode 28 with Amy Husband. That was Amy had some amazing stories and I know you loved editing that episode. Yeah, it's an amazing episode. Highly recommend you have a listen. I was in tears as I was editing and putting together that episode. It's, yeah, it's just incredible. Yeah. And if you want a deep dive into SDA, we had Lauren Avanyi on episode 25, she did an amazing job trying to explain in an audio platform what the heck SDA is. So I definitely recommend that one. And equally on a similar level is episode 21 with Amy Dillon, where she describes what a psychosocial recovery coach does, which is very different to a support coordinator. And I think she did an amazing job of explaining the differences and exactly what she does. So thank you so much for continuing to listen and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.